Let's start the show by talking about my new sponsor, Paloma Verde Store. Head over to PalomaVerdeStore.com for all of your CBD needs. They've got the CBD gummies, topicals, the salve, sports cream, soft gels, the tinctures. They've even got pet products. I love this stuff. Having gone to a night shift recently and having trouble sleeping during the day, it helps mellow me out and put me right down whenever I need to get some sleep for the day so I'll be refreshed for my night shift. And Carlos and his wife Vanessa are awesome people, so I highly recommend go over and check out PalomaVerdeStore.com for all of your CBD needs. And when you get there, if you enter in the promo code FACTS, you get 25% off anything in the store. Plus, if you sign up for the email, you get an additional 10% off. So that's potentially 35% off on your first order. And all orders over $75 are free shipping. So go over to PalomaVerdeStore.com and check it out. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This Podcast. Fact Check This Podcast, episode 65, and I apologize for missing one last week, but things happen and here we are. So I wanted to kind of start this off at the top with a, a quick announcement on some stuff. I had originally started doing this as just little short videos uh, talking about different stuff. And it kind of evolved into what it is now. But the entire purpose of it was because it was a very specific purpose. Because I know I have a lot of people who, on my Facebook uh, friends list, don't get news from anywhere other than mainstream news media. And not not for... uh, not for any other reason than they just don't know that it's out there. So a lot of my purpose for doing this is I wanted to present information to people who didn't know where to get it otherwise. People who didn't know about fee.org, the Mises Institute, 10th Amendment Center, AIER and Glenn Greenwald, the Libertarian Institute, antiwar.com. Scott Horton and all of the stuff he does on the wars and our involvement in the Middle East and all over the world. I, there is so much information out there that the, the mainstream media just does not even make an effort to cover. And that's information that people need to have access to. And if you don't know that, even, that it even exists to begin with, then how are you going to access it? You don't even, if you don't even know where to start looking, you're not going to find it. That you don't know what you don't know. And I wanted to present some of that stuff. And as COVID has kind of drug on and, and some of the things that are going on in the country and in the world are getting more and more insane, I've realized that I've started to, uh, well, I was always kind of radical, but my my shows and videos and a lot of my posts and stuff have gotten progressively more radicalized. And it's deliberate, but at the same time, I didn't realize, I guess, how how far I had gone with some of it. So this will be the last video that I post to my primary Facebook account. Um, so for YouTube and the, the actual podcast itself, me, we, anti-news live, any of the other like 
alternate sites, this doesn't affect anything. But for Facebook, I have now created a completely separate, strictly political account. Like that is going to be where the podcast, the videos, all of that kind of stuff, all of the like really political posts and stuff go. If I see something that's important or that, you know, that people may not know about and it needs to be shared and I feel like I like I, sh- I shared a Scott Horton video from the Mises uh, bash in Pittsburgh over the weekend where he talked about Israel and Palestine and, and the actual dynamics of that situation because a lot of people don't know and aren't going to make an effort to look beyond the narrative of what's out there on mainstream media to find information about it. So so if I find certain stuff like that, I, I'm still going to post that to the main Facebook account. But for all of the video stuff like this, like it's going to go on the other one. And I'll link to that account in the comments on, on this post for, for Facebook. Because if you do want to hear me ramble about this stuff or you want to see some of that stuff, like if, if it's gotten your attention and you want more, then... Send a friend request to that account and follow that account and I'll have it all over there. I'm not going to stop doing this stuff. I'm just, I'm not going to risk uh, having my primary Facebook account that has had every memory since college cataloged uh, all the pics of my kids and my wife. And there's too much stuff on this account for as much as I definitely don't like Facebook and Zuckerberg and everything that the that the company kind of seems to stand for in our modern times. At the same time, I do see some value in it as a platform and as a social media device. And, you know, it is what it is. And I I see the value in it. So I don't want to jeopardize what I've got, you know, kind of built into that over the last uh, at this point, we're approaching 20 years, I guess. I think I joined Facebook in 2005, maybe. So the last 15, 16 years of uh, posting stuff on there and all of my friends and memories and everything, like I, I'm not going to I'm not going to mess around and and get a, an account nuked over all of this stuff. I will create a new account. And if that one gets nuked, then I'll create a new one and a new one and a new one. And I'll, you know, I'll end up like uh, some of my friends and just go through a hundred burners to, to keep posting this stuff. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to risk having that happen with my main account. That's so that's kind of where I am. That was the, the big announcement. And, and like I said, this will be the last of these episodes that goes up on the main page. So if you want to follow along, you still want to be a part of all this, you want to hear all the all the stuff that I got going on, please feel free to add me on the new account. It's going to be everything that you've been getting from this account, but a whole lot less filtered and a whole lot more radicalized. <laughs> I'm like that's going to be the the no holding back like Let's expose all of the secrets of the state, right? Uh, I I want to I want all of this information to be out there, and I don't want stuff to I don't want stuff to fall through the cracks because that's how 
that's how we end up where we are now to begin with is people just don't know and don't care. So that'll do it for the first half of this. It's a very short first half. The second part, I'm going to actually get into stuff that's been going on. But this is all I really wanted to talk about for the, you know, this first main portion of it that's going to go on the, the primary Facebook page. If you want to come check me out on the other one, please feel free to just be warned. It's not going to be, uh, it's not going to, it's not going to be real politically correct and it's definitely not going to be kid friendly. So that is what it is. Hopefully you've enjoyed some of the content that I've been putting out over the last six, eight, ten months, and it's brought value. You've learned something that you may not have otherwise known and you want to keep finding out about this stuff. In which case, please come over, follow me and let's have conversations about this stuff. Cause that, that's, that's the whole point of it is it's for educational purposes. I, I never intended to get as uh, radicalized as I did. I just wanted to educate people and talk about stuff. And I'm going to make a conscious effort to work back in that direction a little bit, but at the same time, I'm not going to back off on some of this stuff either. So come give me a follow, add me as a friend. Let's have some interaction on this stuff and uh, keep learning and growing as we go. So as I said, the primary purpose for doing all of this to begin with is because I wanted to provide information that basically the mainstream media just completely glazes over, doesn't give it all. And the fact that the, the mainstream media just, the only thing they report is propaganda and things that drive a narrative. And... Here we are seeing that happening all over again, or I mean, not all over again. It never stops happening. But so over the last week and a half, what we've gotten is the just abysmal jobs report that showed like they were projecting. And at this point, like I'm way behind on all this because, you know, I missed the second episode last week. And so I didn't get to talk about some of the stuff I was hoping to and whatever. Uh, so I'm behind and that's fine. I, some of this stuff just it needs to be talked about to deter completely a lot of this stuff we get caught up in the current event uh cycle of stuff and we let some of this stuff fall by the wayside like the abysmal job reports like also so so jeffrey epstein and What's going to happen is, the, so the way this works is the the media giant just churns out more and more bullshit every week so that you forget about the bullshit that they, uh, that they glozed, glazed over last week. So it gets pushed out of the limelight and then nobody talks about it. Like, how about the fact that Lloyd Austin and Raytheon are just piling up these defense contracts that he's pushing to them? Like... Nobody's talking about that. How about the abysmal jobs report that they were projecting upwards of a million jobs created and came in somewhere around 200,000. That that is a fucking joke. That is that is not that is not a failure. That is an absolute rejection of everything. That that proves that what they are doing is not working. Or maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe what they're doing is specifically designed to create that. But So you get some shitty news, and then 
everybody starts to look at it and then the news pumps out more shitty news that everybody starts to look at. So you've got this abysmal jobs report. You've got inflation that is very clearly on the rise and they don't have any choice but to talk about it. Even the mainstream media is talking about inflation. You got Janet Yellen just lying through her fucking teeth saying that it's normal when it's very, very obviously not. And this is something I said about Janet Yellen all along. Like This is what that bitch is all about. She is going to push for this stuff. She wants to create this massive inflation state and just pump out more and more money through the Fed and wreck our economy. Like That is what her entire career is, career is built on. And that's something that I've been saying since, fuck, December? Uh, and here we are. We're like we're seeing it fully in play. Like, so inflation and everything was the big story. But then we moved on to the jobs report because the jobs report was going to be good. And that was going to take attention away from that. But then the jobs report was absolute total fucking shit. So then we get a pipeline hack. I, I hate I hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist. Like I, I say it a lot. I, I really... While, to an extent, I am very much a conspiracy theorist and I I love getting involved in the conspiracy theories and stuff like that, I also, I don't like to live in that world because, like, I want to be taken seriously and, you know, I want it to be, I want this stuff to be legit, but it's hard to look at this pipeline hack and not think, okay, that is way too conveniently timed. Like, that is way too perfectly timed. To, to create this, you know, and of course they're going to blame Russia and they're going to blame China. Russia and China, we hadn't had any significant problems with. All of the problems that we had had with Russia and China over the last four years of Trump were completely bullshit manufactured by the media that were proven not to have any validity whatsoever. Since Joe Biden came into office, he has done nothing but instigate Russia and China and start shit. Got Lloyd Austin saying that we need to expand our military presence and start researching more technology and pushing more money to Raytheon and the other weapons manufacturers to improve our technology because of Russia and China. China and all of their vast military that they've got, it's it makes up like a quarter of the U.S. military. They, they don't, they just don't have the numbers. They don't have the budget. They're not that invested in it. If we stopped playing world police and consolidated all of our power back to the United States, we could probably steamroll through China. But like that doesn't, that doesn't serve a purpose for anybody. But it, it plays to the fact that all of this stuff is bullshit and it doesn't have any bearing in reality. But like, so Biden has continued to push Russia and China and, you know, start shit with Russia and China. I, whatever happened to Trump being the guy who was going to start world war three. And now, you know, with Biden, we were going to get a, a return to decency and dignity and what the fuck ever. Uh, instead, he's just acted like a petulant child and started shit with, Two of the biggest global powers that are out there. Uh, I, like, Biden, to this point, is everything that the Democrats told us Trump was going to be. That I mean, that's the hard facts of it. And that's that's what it is. He he's wrecked our economy. He's started shit with 
every major global power out there. Um, I mean, <laughs> the border crisis has not gotten any better. The police crisis has not gotten any better. I, I mean, it is everything that they told us Trump was going to be. That is what Biden has proven to be. And, and in five months, four months, like very short period of time, he's managed to hit it. You know, he's managed to hit for the cycle already. So what's the next three years going to bring? Right. Like this is this shit's getting insane. But so, so we get this we get this pipeline hack. And so we get gas shortages and all of that stuff, which it's a regional thing. Like people here in Indiana freaking out about gas shortages are fucking morons. It's it's a regional thing. The pipeline runs through the south and then up the east coast. Like that's where we're going to have the problems. Not not here in Indiana. But dumbasses are still going out and, you know, filling up gas cans and running gas stations out because people are fucking stupid. And now we've moved on from that to Israel. Well, that's being completely lied about. And if you go back and uh, watch the little video that I posted of Scott Horton talking about it last night. Uh, that breaks it down very succinctly. So the media has spent the last... Who are we kidding? They've spent the entirety of my lifetime that I can remember just completely lying to us about everything. Like every fucking thing that's happening, they have lied to us about it. And it's not enough that they've lied to us about it. Like they've continued to push these bullshit narratives. Like right now, we're getting all of the CDC stuff that people can stop wearing masks. There was literally nothing. There was no research, no scientific breakthroughs, nothing. Nothing happened to change the narrative from you have to wear a mask if you've been vaccinated to you don't have to wear a mask if you've been vaccinated. So for all the trust the science morons, there is absolutely no fucking science involved in any of these decisions that are being make, made. Like, all of these edicts that are coming out from the CDC, none of it's based in facts or science or statistics or anything. There, there have been no studies done. In fact, all of the studies that are, have been done historically showed all along that masks don't make a fucking difference, that masks don't do anything. The only time that masks have any effect in any fucking way is in a sterilized operation room. That's it. Let me just fill you in on a little secret. The world is not a sterilized operation room, which means your mask never fucking worked. Never. Never did, never will. It does jack fucking shit. If anything, it makes things worse. But here we are, like... So now they're going to start lying and twisting and, and creating this narrative that, well, the only people that need to continue to wear masks are the ones who haven't been vaccinated because they're the only ones who are at risk. Let me fill you in on another little secret. Those of us who haven't been vaccinated also haven't been wearing fucking masks. And 
we haven't died off in droves. We aren't getting sick. I'm pretty positive I had, uh, so I haven't been tested for the antibodies. I I got it before it was a thing. I had it in January of 2020 before, you know, COVID mania really hit. And and it was rough. I, I spent a whole week on the couch. Uh, everything tasted like ash. I couldn't breathe. I was hawking up just horrible stuff all week. Ran a fever that went anywhere from 101 to 104 pretty consistently for five straight days. Uh, it was rough. I'm not going to lie. It was rough. It wasn't anything that I, like, I don't want to do it again, but at the same time, like, it wasn't so terrible that I was like, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. It, it was a really bad flu. And and I thought that's what it was. I got tested for flu, strep, and something else. And they all came back negative. They said, whatever it is, it's just a real nasty bug, and you're probably just going to have to uh, let it run its course. So, you know, that's what I did. But like, natural antibodies, and I need to get tested for that probably, just to, just to prove that I had it. And so, I'm, you know, I have my natural immunity. But natural antibodies are way more effective than a vaccine is ever going to be as far as, you know, a flu-like virus goes. This, you know, we're not talking about polio. We're not talking about smallpox. We're talking about the fucking flu. And, like, the masks don't work. The masks never have worked. And now the CDC is basically admitting as much and saying that we don't have to wear masks, except that they're, <clears throat> they're saying that the people who do need to wear masks are the ones who are unvaccinated when... We haven't been wearing masks all along, and obviously we haven't died off in droves. So how does that make any sense? There is no factual, statistical, anything based in reality to any of these edicts that are coming out. And that's the insane thing about it is you can see there is an entire swath of the population that just clings to every word that comes out of Dr. Fauci's mouth, that clings to every statement that's released by the CDC. That it is just, it is absolute truth, and there is no arguing it. Never mind that they contradict themselves almost on a weekly fucking basis. Uh, I never. Okay, so I knew it. I just, I just didn't expect it. I, I never expected people to be so sheepish, to just fall in line with whatever's being told. And maybe maybe that's the hardcore anarchist in me. That because I don't trust or respect any level of authority for most of my life, like <clears throat> for as long as I can remember, I, I've, I've I've always leaned fairly anarchist. Like even as a as a kid, I just didn't have a whole lot of respect for authority. I, I, I need... I need to see value from somebody telling me something beyond just the fact that they're supposed to be in an authority position and they're telling it to me. I, I, I never expected such a huge percentage of the population to just look at what to a lot of people is very obviously complete bullshit and be like, yes, yes, that's, that's right. Hey, it it's it truly is a religion, but it's not even it's not even a good religion. Like 
I am I am a I'm very devoutly Christian. I have been in church my entire life. I have studied the Bible. I've also spent time studying the the Quran and the Dhammapada and looking into other like Eastern religions and stuff like that. I, I've spent a lot of time looking at and studying religion. And at the end of the day, I've always come back to Christianity. But I also question Christianity and I question things that the church does. And I question things that the different religious authorities say. And, and again, maybe that goes back to the anarchist in me. But this has become the worst kind of religion. I, this is a fucking cult where whatever they say, you just go with it immediately. And if the narrative changes, if the story changes, if it contradicts itself, it is what it is. And you just believe it without question. And that is fucking nuts. Like, wake up, open your eyes. Jesus Christ, what the hell is going on? I, I just, I, I can't, I can't even wrap my head around it. And, and again, I, I mean, it's probably the anarchist in me. Like I, and I do think that some people are just more naturally have a more natural proclivity to that type of thinking. Uh, I can see it in my kids, <laughs> like at, at, at their age, I can see it in my kids. And so, you know, it's one of those things that I don't know how we, I don't know how we fix it. And I don't know that we do fix it. I think what we're, what we're running up on here is there is a large portion of the population who they are going to follow this religiously no matter what. And they're lost. You just have to write them off. Uh, and, and that may be a hard pill to swallow, but that's where we are. They're never coming back. There's also a large portion of the population that is never going to believe anything that the government ever says, and they're never going to trust any of this shit, like me. And you don't need to fight or argue with those people because they're already on your side. Like that, That's one of the things that pisses me off more than anything about libertarians is we will argue to the death over some bullshit semantics when we're all on the same fucking side. We just need to be on the same side. So, you know, if somebody's with you, if they agree that vaccine passports are a bad thing or that the masks don't work or whatever, like if you have common ground in that area, accept it and don't fucking fight with those people. All right. Let that go. Like let your allies be your allies. Don't make them into your enemies. <clears throat> Shit. Need some more Lorenzotti coffee this morning. All right. Much better. Let your allies be your allies. Don't, don't alienate people who are already on your side. That's just fucking stupid. Find that big middle ground section. The ones who don't follow the narrative and don't believe all the bullshit, but who also may not have quite become radicalized enough yet. Like they're starting to wake up. They're starting to see. Reach out to those people and find a way to effectively speak to them on a level that reaches them so that they can start to find the truth for themselves. 
it's almost impossible to convince someone of something. It works a lot better if you provide them with what they need to reach that conclusion on their own. If it's their idea, they're much more likely to grasp onto it. That'll do it for today's episode. That actually got me thinking about the movie Inception. And, uh, you know, I did my little movie review episode a couple weeks ago. And I actually, I watched the movie Tenet. And I really liked it. It was it was good. It was entertaining. Um, balls trippy and could be hard to follow at times. Uh, but it also got me thinking about Inception. And, you know, that one was very similar in the way it was kind of trippy and hard to follow at times. But a really good movie. So I might do a uh, I might do a two for one, and I need to rewatch Inception and rewatch Tenet and really uh, take some notes and do a, a review episode of both of those together because I, I think they kind of tie into each other with the way they kind of approach uh, you know the human mind and time and the uh, how time is linear but not at the same time. <laughs> anyway, so preview of something to come probably next week. I don't I don't think I'd be able to get to that on Wednesday. Uh, I got some other stuff that I'm uh, working on that's going to be a lot of fun. The the Mises Bash in Pittsburgh was a blast. I got to meet a whole bunch of people that I interact with regularly on the internet and getting to actually meet them in person to shake hands and you know it it was a blast. It was such such a good time and it's really got me amped up to like I want to spend 2021 traveling across the country, meeting all the people that. I interact with on the internet all the time and like put, put a hand, uh, you know, put a handshake on them, give them a hug and be like, yes, you know, start to come out of this COVID bullshit, making personal connections, not just having it all be online. So that's where I am. Hope everybody has a good couple days. I'll be back on Wednesday with another episode. I promise. And in the meantime, I hope everybody has a good one. And I'll catch you later. Oh, go follow the the new account.